three. Stop testing. I. Oh wait, did I ever switch out the? No. <laughs> What's that one? Oh, it's bro. Oh wait, no, it's That's not massive. bro. Oh, I forgot to put walkie slush on it. <laughs> Dude, I had walkie slush. You need a stream deck attached to this shit. I have a stream deck at home. I don't think you could attach it, but I cannot. I'd have to run it through a computer. Anyway, we're back here outside again. I refuse to do this indoors. I'm so. F Welcome back. Sorry. To my. Welcome back to podcast. Mischief Castle. Uh, ooh, weave. He's learning. I'm He's learning, learning that uh, I'm gonna hit him. I'm getting abuse on this fucking podcast. Dude, I'm trying to emulate. I'm trying to emulate her. Her? Oh, damn. <laughs> Unfortunate for you, I'm not. Mischief gay. Castle fans will get that reference. <laughs> Alexei's friends reference. My ex is Alexei's a regular friends will listener, get that reference. <laughs> I can't believe... <gasps> Dude, you know what I saw yesterday? What's that? So, I decided... La I couldn't sleep last night, right? <laughs> so, cool. I just I decided, I for a fact, I was going to quit my job because th I hated too much about it. And I'll get into that in a second. But with that uh, 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 dedication to the action, I was like, I'm going to start blasting applications into Indeed so that I won't go more than a week without a job. Because usually if I put, like, ten applications out, I hear back from one right. place... And I can fucking, uh, I can reliably be employed for like a couple days at least, um, and that that brings in maybe a hundred dollars every week. What? Whatever. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Outside of not being recorded. Anyway, <laughs> I blasted like ten applications, and what did I see? But an application uh, or a request for for uh, application for. Um, Upstate images for a, a school, a school picture day photographer, and you know I had to. Oh no, you didn't. Now this is there. This could be a dead end, but I just want to let you know that I had to. Look, after your escapades, I got blocked. For folks at home, she was there. Uh, so so I I saw this I saw this and I was like I recognize that name, and I didn't know what it was from. So what I did was I went back to her Insta, and I checked the, her highlighted stories that she left on her profile. And what do I see? But right there, the emblem on her shirt, this the same company, Upstate Images. And now I know by the time I would get hired by this place, if it's a I even a possibility, I'm probably not even qualified for something like this. But uh, if it happens, then I get to ask around. <laughs> and if I get to ask around, then this escapade continues. <laughs> And that's enough on it ended. No, no, no. Oh. Just because she leaves does not mean it's over. Oh, God. This thing gets <laughs> to continue forever and ever and ever. <laughs> you can never escape. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is a plot line that will never go away. I can't wait for the compilation, like the, the Mischief Castle Octavia compilation on YouTube. And it's like God, three and, and eventually she shows long. up. Oh, dude, I I am literally gonna like bow, like <laughs> like a karate like oh, a karate God. guy. I'm gonna do the like cross hands and bow. Cause they, yeah, I'm gonna be fucking in awe. I'm going to be in awe. What if she's there in front of me? Because at this point, she's just. I said it before, and I'll say it again. She's a celebrity. Hearing all these stories, I can it's only like imagine, from a distance. Yeah. She's not a celebrity to me. I know she's not a celebrity to you, but it's not. A, I would not if. I encountered her. I wouldn't want you to be there, because it's a story for me. Yeah. It's not about. It's not about you. I mean, obviously, if it's a thing that I can get to continue, I'm going to work you hey, into it eventually in go. a positive way. But 
if it's just me face to face, it's like, oh shit, like, uh, yo, oh shit, and it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the one could continue. It could get the fuck out of here, Noah. And I saw that, and I was like, oh shit, that's. Uh, I did not expect it to. No, she's gone. There's no fucking because she never responded to me. She responded to Noah actually about the party. Two a few last days week. after all that, I just messaged her. I'm like, hey, because she didn't respond to either of you. So I'm like, hey, sorry about like Cam and Noah. I didn't want to pressure you or they like I didn't want that to get weird. She didn't know anything about me. She never saw me. Well, I did said you say name. something? You said my well, name. Well, the thing is, it didn't get through. Okay. Okay. Well, he- here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm blocked now. Okay. You're after blocking? what you guys did, I'm all right. blocked. Here's the thing. Well, if she ever sees that, well, then she'll know. Yeah. Um, she responded to Noah's message about, like, hey, come to uh, the party at Alexei's house. What'd she say? She said to Noah uh, like the, on, like, Friday or something, she was like, I never got invited, which means my letter gambit never got to her. Somebody in her family found the letter and then fucking tore it up or someone or threw it out and never let That's her bullshit, see it. bullshit because she blocked me after. She blocked you after the letter gambit? Yep. Okay, so she saw it. Sorry or, for background or, noise, wait, folks. I don't remember if she gets if I get responses for delivered. From you have an iPhone or? Uh, neither, no, neither of us have an iPhone. Who has an iPhone? I want to see how messages get through. Uh, f- on text? Yeah. Oh, you Because I, I just her. get sent. Oh, I you, get the message you, sent. Oh no uh, no no Brando. we we no, 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 it's really it's it's for both of us. Like if yeah. if it's red, it's only showing on red for iPhones, and that only works for iMessage. Here, I'm gonna let me add you as a contact. I want to test something. Uh. How do I add context? Jesus Christ, I don't... Anyway. Oh, there it is, there it is, there it is. Yeah. Anyway, t- tangent. Tangent. There's a lot of smoke happening around me, and I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like all the background noise on my show. I really... I'm slowly... I'm, I'm trying to I'm move this I've slowly started indoors. hating marijuana. I hate weed, too, dude. This shit f- is fucking annoying. Because now I, I pick up on what you say about it, where people just change up, and it's like, oh, I wanted to hang out with this person, but then they smoked, and it's It's like, different. oh, you're boring now, and you won't shut it's up. It's like, oh, it's nothing. not the same. All right, I'm going to message you. Yep. That's the thing, though. I met you like yesterday. Delivered. Okay. Yeah. So she did. All right. Whatever. Um, did you get the message? You're vibrant. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, because this, well, I, I stayed on scent with the other one. It stayed on scent. Yep. Which did I she, don't get fucking get. Wait, she actually blocked. Or maybe like, she blocked me like, after we actually talked. I was like, hey, uh, what was I saying? Uh, if you ever want to hang out Dude, with me, right, she's uh, so cold. No right, problem. Whatever. She was. Pretty short with it. She, uh, that's cool. But then uh, I was like, hey, you want to hang out? All right, Noah right. was really cool. Whatever. But then sent. <laughs> Sorry about knowing. Hey. I always try to pass off the blame to your minority hey. friends. Whatever. To your people of I'm color I'm keeping friends. my windows your open, my friends. guy. Yeah, I know. I, underst- I understand the hustle. Um, <laughs> you, do, you do the same shit. I would do the same that's shit. That's your way in. Because I'm like. No, I'm literally doing the same thing right now. Because I didn't want the angle of like, I sent you guys to do this shit. Mm-hmm. But then again, maybe that angle is good. The thing is, I do send people to do stuff, and then they fail me. And then they stick around in my friend group and bring other people that I don't want around. And then I get to talk about them with them right in front of me in a social setting. And it pisses me off that they're still here. And it's weird to me that I don't get to gather my friends up and go do stuff at a place that we agree on. And then other people just don't show up. Every time I fucking want to come hang out, I drive 30 minutes. And then people I don't know or like show up. Yeah. Uh, that Which is, is crazy. Annoying. Anyway, this episode is about jobs, bad jobs. In Quick particular. thing to clarify: crazy. I'm into crazy. He's into crazy, crazy in all the right ways. I. So that, crazy. That's a hot type of does crazy, crazy for, me. for you mean like, 
is going to damage you and your stuff, or it's like no, no, is no. completely irrational. I, do, I don't. About that's the negatives, uh, and she apologizes for that. I want. I want you to don't get positives side. without negatives when it comes to any aspect of that's a true. If, it, it real just doesn't positives. happen. It's just she ruined my uh, my interest in women in America heavily. Yeah, you're girls uh, in America are just not it. You, I don't know what it is. We it's live. Just the vibe of we how live in an area where people are not good. Generally, it's just American culture about dating. It's New York culture. If you if you spent more time down south in the places I where did. like where like and I I liked a lot of the people there exactly. Like, but if you spent time in the real south, like a place where I would not be welcome, <laughs> you would find people of heritage. Uh, similar to you, but of completely American descent and American co- a type of like American a similar culture vibe and like my interests, yeah. They you would never have fault. With, there would be no bumps in the road at all, and it'd just be fine. And you just love them, and it'd be, it's, it's a just, it's a completely different. America it's almost like a different everyone. country. America Every time corrupts. we talk about this shit about how like America should be separated into different countries because it's too big, this is what I'm talking about. The culture is so different there, in just the aspect of dating. Even though women are still women. Put the bike up to his face because we're doing a show. Uh, on the, hey, I'm Brando. Hey, Brando's uh, here. Brando. He's uh, leaving tomorrow, so you'll never hear from him yeah. again. Special uh, guest. So when it comes to like the separate, like sep, oh, right here. No, it's fine. You can hear. Him. Okay, so like when it comes down to it's like, you know, separating the country as Cam said, uh, there is that, but it's kind of its own thing in uh, sectionalism, like some of the shit that's up here that I've experienced is like, it's, it's like not a law, but it's completely taboo down, down South being from like, South Carolina. Please give it. An example. Well, it's like, you know, like some of the, uh, I, I kind of got caught up in something else that I was thinking, but it's like, you know, uh, like you were saying with like the whole like dating aspect down South, it's still sort of the same, but it's more, uh, how do I say, uh, because of the smaller towns where this is like a bigger town that leads into an even bigger town. Yes, because it's like a city. It's uh like, like you know, the mass of it leads into something else. You can never have that uh, like calm before the storm type of thing. But you definitely. Oh, ins- it's just like people in empty space. Then people. Yeah, people empty, empty space. And the pe- culture changes because. There's yeah, yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. I so get like, that. I get you that. have like one town that's completely based off of. Uh, one town that's completely based, completely based Sorry. off of like religion. Bait. So like you have a lot of like religious people in one town, and then a hodgepodge of something else. Mm-hmm. You know the 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 lifestyle is still changing. So like Columbia would be nothing like Batesburg, where I'm from. Okay. Like relig- like the whole like thing about you know relations in uh in like a smaller mm-hmm. town is like. Well, this this is the group of people I'm kind of stuck with. Yeah. Because the likelihood of exiting that town ever is so low. So mm-hmm. the people that you grow up in high school with, probably st- somebody you're going to yeah, marry. And you're going to marry, or life. you're going to definitely work with, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, like, uh, there's like a lot of like never burnt bridges that probably maybe should have been burnt. You know, but. uh Mm-hmm. Th- that's just my input onto the whole s- situation. Is the point of that that like people who probably shouldn't congregate for too long end up propagating each other for 
way longer, and then that becomes like a perpetual cycle. Yeah, of culture. yeah, that happens. Okay. Uh, I guess I can cut it for a second. Are you? Do you want to say anything else? Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I was still away. Anyway, welcome to the welcome to the segment of the show about jobs and bad jobs. Since yes, I've yes, recently yes. been through two of them, how'd that f- blow over for you? Uh, uh, it's a. I guess it's. A, it'll be a story long enough to tell for the rest of the show. But um, the first thing I wanted to start with. So I was supposed to do an episode with one of my coworkers. <laughs> well, that's that's over, isn't well, it? Well, well, no, no, no. After I quit, I texted her. I was like, I, I could, okay. But she she ended up flaking on me, so I guess I'm going to tell you, which means I have to give you additional context about the sort of life I led at Panera. Um, I was telling I, I I do lose track sometimes about the sort of stuff that I tell you versus what I tell Noah because it is intended to be the same, but you guys aren't always both around, so I never know if if you know the same stuff that I've said to him about me. But like basically, have I told you about like the four different versions of my personality that I keep? This is this is one like of have. this is one of them. Go for it. What yeah. I what I uh, uh, oh I should say uh, for clarity and legal purposes, the character of Fox McCloud portrayed of Cameron the Fox McCloud portrayed for the Mischief Castle podcast and other online media is a character that is uh, hyperbolized expressly for comedic and entertainment purposes. The opinions, um, statements, jokes, and all things relating to other people in real life. Uh, maybe like occurrences. Podcast. I'm just writing myself out because this is a character. But some people are fucking retarded. Some people are retarded, that. but I, I want it on record because I do over-dramatize the things that I feel and say. Um, anyway. Same here. Yeah. All right. Understood. Um, but other versions of myself, different parts of my... Per- like, uh, 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 like, I have four different sets of, like, factual biographical information about myself. Like, when I worked at Panera, everyone there thought I was 17. That's wild, first of all. And I got them to believe it, except for this one girl that I was negging the whole fucking time. Uh, and I let her in on the... I always have to have somebody who's an in. Um, because after a while, I can determine that I trust them. I Hold on. There you go. Just keep it on the chain. Um, I have to determine that I can trust somebody. But anyway, she was in on all my shit. And so after I quit, I wanted her on my show. Guys, he's filleting you right now. This is the... This is the Alexei sucks your dick. There's no camera. You can't. He's lying. Well, he, you're licking the mic. <laughs> <laughs> you're like looking at me There's like no you're camera. sucking it off. There's no camera. Um, anyway, um, this is not a video podcast. So this this one coworker that I want to have on, her name was Avery. I've told stories about her on the show before. Um, she opened with me because she was the uh, catering lead. So usually at a Panera, and Ryan will attest to this because we fucking worked at the one in Malta. Um, an opener will be accompanied by, depending on the size of the store, usually an opener will be accompanied by um, a bakery person or like an overnight baker. There's the opener themselves, a.k.a. me, um, an opening manager, a register person, and a... Um, That's a, the opening setup? And a, a catering lead. Now, we all do different stuff. My job as the opener was to set up all of the food lines right. and do all of the miscellaneous That's stuff. That's your whole opening setup, right? Yes. Okay, but it is. we just it had is, like, someone in the kitchen and someone in the front end doing the stuff. Yeah, so I was, the, I was yeah. doing the front end stuff. Yeah, same here. The okay. opening manager typically does what's considered the kitchen stuff. Like, they slice breads and, and right. rack all this shit. They move stuff over between stations um, and make sure everybody's doing their job. I was doing all the line stuff. Okay. Uh, uh, the person over by the register sets up the fucking register, does all the drinks and that the fucking cookies. Long, and it, any, everybody has a job, but that's the point. Yeah. She was the catering lead, which means anytime we had a catering order, which is like uh, usually like 
fucking 10 or more sandwiches or like meal boxes or whatever. She would come in at the same time that I did that we would set up opening and um, get that shit out of the way so that she's not on the food line while there's food happening, basically. That's how it becomes more efficient. So um, because there was never anybody in the store and it wasn't busy, me and her got pretty, I I would say for among the people that I worked with, pretty close. Um, But obviously I would set up the line and then I would work the breakfast and the early part of the lunch shift. And uh, during the early breakfast shift, there was a regular who came in and uh, I'm going to call her Miss Green because uh, I don't want to state her real name. Um, even though if somebody, uh, it, it would have to be some very particular people, but based on this description, some people could find out who she is. Anyway, um, this Miss Green, she was like, I don't know, like prime, prime MILF for me. Like not in like a serious way where it's like, Oh, that's Marissa Tomei. I can chase that. That's that's Spider Man's aunt. I can chase. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like that looks like the 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 forty year old version of girls I like now. So I have like a tertiary interest as a joke to Avery, this girl who was the opener that I worked. Question, quick yes, question. Of course, it's very side. Well, mm-hmm. it's, it's related. Would you date someone that's older than you? Of would course, you, you would date someone that's older. Than oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna. Oh, Okay. That's See, here's a, another topic. Here's the thing. I understand that right now I am not in a breadwinner position. So a person I was going to date in my current circumstances would be probably socially at equal footing to me because it's not like I can't support myself, but right. I can't support another person on top right. of myself and maintain a lifestyle that would make another that's person happy. That's I don't have I don't, like an income that can support two that's people. That's why I don't look for relationships that hard right now cuz uh, I'm like I'd like to support this other person. That's what gives me value. But like even so that's hard. even if a person was older, like a girl or a woman, I guess it it would most certainly be a woman that I'd be dating is older, even if she's giving me nothing. Like if she's providing me nothing, chances are she's probably in a breadwinner or like sustainable position for herself where it's like I can just be me. I don't have to worry about, like, the ongoings of another person. They're probably ahead of me in life, so it's not really something I consider. And I've only run into this once or twice. Would them bringing in the money worry you at all or stress you out? Huh? Would them be uh, bringing in the money, would that make you feel uncomfortable or no? No, dude. I'm not a red pill guy. Okay. I'm not a, I'm not a sneako. I'm not a Tate. I'm not one of those guys. I just defend them because, That's like— That's the one thing. I'm not completely red pill. I'm not at all like this. In just real life, I like don't give a shit. At my core self, it's like I have to be, I have to take care of the, everything. I know. It, that was like you moved a centimeter. Uh, well, I mean, if it's on your fuck, if it's I, sorry, one, if it's sorry, pointed sorry. at you, or yeah. if it's on your chin and it's it's All close right. to your mouth. But like the closer it is to the table, the more I hear other shit because I can hear it in my headphones. Yeah. Okay. And I don't want anything else to be caught on. That's the biggest reason why I don't want to start a relationship right now. Mm-hmm. Is um, I don't feel like I could support. A full relationship. Yeah. And if they're the ones that can it just a little bit, I don't know. I don't think that's my, I don't think my value is to support another person in a relationship. I think that's, that's a family and like raising children type of because mindset. Because if I get in a relationship, and I'm my not ideal right mindset now. is I want to have a family with them. Yeah, me too. But that's ideal. Like yeah. you have to just take the cards you're dealt with sometimes. I'm not and, like, circumstantially, for people that you look at ahead of time, or it's like, well, this would be the circumstances we're in, and I could live with that if things progress like that. Maybe this is a discussion for. The this other, is a discussion yeah. for the show. Look out anyway. for the new show. 
with me and Alexei coming soon, still untitled. I think our first argument point, I actually wrote it down, will be what will be the name of the show because I have a couple different concepts and we can argue about that For being sure. the first part. Um, yeah, we'll plug that at a later date. Anyway, back but to my story. Along? Um, this this woman was prime milf for me. She looked pretty pretty nice. Actually, let me pull her up right now. Um, no, no, no. I'll, I'll pull her up. I'll pull her up uh, after I give the context for this because it'll be a spoiler. Um, so me and Avery, my coworker, we would constantly make jokes about like my crush on this woman, and it got around to like management and everything. And that was like aside from the stuff that I did that made every like because that was kind of the life of the party for right. everybody. Me and my guy Jason, we were constantly cracking jokes no matter where we were in the store. That was our thing. Is like we were the joke guys. Um, but when Jason wasn't there, Avery and other managers were making fun of me about. Miss Green, then I uh, crush on her. So I started playing it up. Like when she would show up, I would like go out of my way to be like, "Oh, my day is made. Miss Green <laughs> is here." And I, yeah. I, I check the yeah. screen to see what she order, and I'd like frolic over and grab her bagel, and I'd like put it in a bag. But before I hand it to her, I'd be like, um, I'd be frilling my hands around. I'd be like, "Do you want cream cheese or butter or anything?" And she's like, "No, nah, I'm just gonna eat this thing like bread." And then she gets out of here. But she, but Avery started telling me because there was a couple days that I wasn't there. Like, when I had surgery on my nose, she was, like, texting me, filling me in. She's like, yo, she just asked about you. She just asked, like, where's that nice young man who always gives me my bagel? And um, so I got super invested in that point because it's like, I want to take the joke really far. Um, because, obviously, I'm not going to slam a MILF by working at Panera. That's not happening. Yeah. But if I can know as much about her as possible, that would be better for the jokes. And if the it's jokes the go real mean, well, yeah. it just gives me, it gives me more uh, confidence. Anyway, um, I'll explain the process of how I found all this information out because she wasn't, she never did the episode with me. So <laughs> this is all stuff I've, I've talked to her about before and uh, I wouldn't need to give context. But anyway, um, so she had a, a, a Panera Rewards card, right? And when you use a Panera Rewards card, what goes into the system is a digital copy of the receipt. And the receipt is logged daily. So we have every single receipt from every day. They get stored into a file and sent away to our essential computer banks. And then we can pull those if somebody needs like a refund from a specific date, time, or whatever. Um, but I just, before the next order gets placed, because it's breakfast time, so it's not very busy, Miss um, Green orders her, uh, her bagel, and I give it to her, and I do the joke or whatever. And, and then I'm standing over by the registers, and I look at her, um, receipt and I see her first initial on it and then I go into the back computer and I just we have a Panera members look up oh, it's literally geez. like Facebook for Panera members so I, I literally ju- right. I just punch a green into this computer and it gives me her entire profile with all of the things that she willingly plugged into it to make she's like a fucking email address, her full name, her history of purchases, all this shit. I know it's really weird, and I like it. That part I didn't want to do anything with because it's obviously creepy, and it goes beyond the the bounds of hey, the joke I that I want to make. Panera. It does. Uh, it goes beyond the bounds of the joke that I wanted to make with it. But yeah. all that I needed from that was a full first and last name. So because this woman is over. Th- a vis- visibly over 35. 
Um, she obviously has a Facebook account. Oh, of course. So what I do is I take the full first and last name of A. Green, and I plug it into Facebook, and I just start scrolling until yeah, I see a picture you, that looks you like her. Shit for your and what does it oh. give me? But boom, sixth result. She's right there. <laughs> now, I am still working at this Panera. Obviously, I'm continuing to make these jokes, so it would be wrong of me to send a friend request or anything. Um, but what I do have is three Instagram accounts. <laughs> so what I do do oh, is I take okay. I take the uh, the the find connect button on Facebook and I, s- I bring it over to Instagram and it pops her account up right away. Now she has a private account and I still am not it's on it. Private. But I, but on the fence that's not connected to any of my mains at all, I uh, I send a I send a follow request and I can tab all of my follow requests as a public page using this Finsta account. So I can just log all the people who haven't accepted, and I can just check it anytime I want. Anyway, um, I I think I talked about this. No, I, I told Noah the whole story, but I didn't say it on the show. Anyway, I fucking quit Panera, um, and I write all this shit down because I find it really funny. And then when I invite Avery onto the show, uh, I wanted to talk about this whole situation, but I wanted to take it further. So I realized, hey, I don't work any, I don't work there anymore. Um, so here's what I'm gonna do: I'm just gonna Google her name, and because what I'm expecting to find is like, um, is like, a, 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 like a picture of her or something like tied to a public what? Facebook or Instagram post or something. Be- oh, what did you just show him? The oh, oh my gosh. Don't don't bring it up. We're doing the show. He doesn't want it on air. Um, it's so funny though, right? Makes sense. Makes sense it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, does it make sense? I don't know. No, it doesn't know. He doesn't fucking. Sorry. Anyway, anyway. No, no, no. No context. No con. No context. Anyway, you didn't give any for that. Um, so I just googled her name, and what do I fucking find? But uh, here, let me pull up a picture of her, because um. What, did you just burp at him? No. What do I find? But this bitch is a fucking three-day Jeopardy contestant <laughs> no, who took a, tom- a total of $43,000. God damn, she looks like she should be reporting the weather sometimes. So, yeah, she she went to she went to our one of our local prestigious universities and uh um and I also found out so she, she fucking she was on who wants to be a millionaire. Did she won 95 she fucking won $95,000 on who wants to be a millionaire. Damn, she could buy maybe a Tesla Model X I know, maybe. I know. And Not this uh this package, but she could do it if And she uh wanted. uh every so so our local newspapers and everything because she's from this area where we live. That's hilarious. And uh, she was a college grad in this area and never moved out. So all you know of college af- grad of what or no? Huh? Do you know what she went for or no? Yes, I do. What's uh, I don't want to reveal that okay. because yeah, any, anything that I post like or say specifically, it. yeah, yeah, I like I didn't I didn't no, say her the initial of her first name or her actual last name at all because I forgot people know the area. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but anyway, she was a she was a grad in the early two thousands from uh, U Albany. I can I can say that much, and uh, I I calculated her age her age range, and it's like, oh, she's just a little younger than my mom. Epic, and uh, but anyway, that's the story Mommy. I wanted. That's the story I wanted to tell about that because how epic would it be if I fucking bagged a milf just by working a job at Panera? Hey, I've I've nearly bagged so many 
so got, many got, from from just be having a job at Panera. Panera could bag. How how crazy would it be if I bagged the milk who's on TV? That's that, that is actually insane. Yeah, Brandon, um, your brother is dating a fucking twin from what was it? Quadruplet from what did, show did she go on? She was on America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, Brandon's brother is dating a quadruplet who was on AFV. That's that is fucking ridiculous. That'd be pretty cool. Tom to Bergeron go on the trivia show. Tom Bergeron, right? Or is it that guy that does the show? Is it Tom? Tom. Tommy. I remember loving that show back in the day before YouTube came out or YouTube blew up. Yeah, we can anyway, do it. we can do that later. Yeah, he's not the. Air. I just wanted. It's what it's a good. Like, it's a good segment to bring insane. up for the wiki. Anyway, um, speaking of well, continuing. Off she has of ninety thousand dollars, which is most likely gone. Close to close to one hundred twenty-five thousand. And you uh, know, but that's before taxes. Yeah, it's likely gone. But it's it's enough for her to have a Panera Rewards card and come in every day for the same. It's enough for her to get the unlimited sip club for her to get the same coffee and bagel every day and for one basically of them high no on dildos. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably, probably. Um, yeah, my job at Panera sucked. I missed. I didn't hear what you said at all. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't okay. Worry about uh, it. Yeah, I'm sure listening back to that, I'll be real happy that I missed that. Uh, uh, this episode's happy. called the Simone Crown, by the way. I I don't remember. I don't remember what that was about when we were doing it, but I, I remember. Don't remember at all when we were fucking blasted when we came up with that. But I wrote I wrote it down immediately, and we remembered the hand symbol. So I guess that's that's our little call. That might have to be like part of my like fight thing when like. When it's starting up, like throw yeah. the fucking crown up. You pop in from your corner. You like say my name. You're bobbing and weaving with that little crown on your they head. They say my name, bobbing and weaving. Throw one up, throw the other up, turn it around, throw the crown up. I popped at. I destroyed it. My entire setup on my hand. I saw that you dropped the microphone. I dropped the microphone right through my head. Gonna bob and weave out of the corner. Fucking throw the crown up. All Folks, the gonna be stick like, around Fuck. for my stick around for my cage warriors appearances. Yeah, Maddie's doing the crown. Yeah, that be with her really busted hand. Sean's doing the crown. That's we, not it. Fucking sit down. We anyway, think, we think that's a cute like our friend group thing. Yeah, it's probably a really racist hand signal. Yeah, probably don't do that anywhere else. Don't do that in public. Um, just to make sure you're not on the show. Shut up. Anyway, uh, we're talking <laughs> about bad jobs. Uh, so Panera sucked. I fucking left. Um, I was unemployed for. An uncomfortable amount quit? of time. How long ago? Huh? How how long ago did you? Quit? I did the same thing that Sean did. I literally just walked out and never. I told Noah the whole story, and I keep forgetting that I didn't tell you. But basically, um, they took all of my shifts from me after I uh, broke my nose. Right. Oh. So I needed time off. They took away my um, emergency PTO, so I didn't have any PTO to use. So I basically lost an entire week of work. And then on top of that, they took my shifts from me from the next week. So I had to pick hey, them all up. America. Uh, I had to pick them all up from the fucking Panera website, basically. I love American. Anybody, like anybody posted a shit. So I was working like, for the next two weeks after I got back, I was working like 16 hours a week. Which means I got like a third of my normal paycheck. Um, and that was not flying with me. And then um, I was actually scheduled for something the week after that. But but one of my managers downgraded herself to a line opener while I was gone. And then she had like a family emergency and she just disappeared. So I I had a- Avery actually. She was begging and pleading with me like 
please pick up this opening shift because nobody else is going to do it. You need your opens back so that you can have full shifts. Yada yada. You just had the nose surgery thing. I just well, I was back for two weeks by this okay. point. So this was at so this was after they fucked me over. But I got back and I still had that in the back of my mind. Uh, nobody helped me with it. I called corporate numbers and shit and like the fucking workday people who like handle PTO and paying payments and stuff. They didn't help me. None of that shit happened. Um, so on this day, on these days that um, I picked up these extra shifts, these opening shifts. The first one, I was already scheduled to work 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's five hours. Um, the shift that needed to be picked up was 5 a.m., which is the opening time, to 11 a.m. Um, what I did was I picked that one up because nobody else had it, and then I dropped the one I was scheduled for, or I requested for it to be dropped because I'm not working 11 hours. Six yeah. hours guarantees me a break, and I save the store by doing the open. We have enough people for lunch where it's like... Six hours guarantees a break? Five, anything over five and a half guarantees a break. Or five, five and a half or over. Dude, this is... This, uh, all right. That's a dif- different discussion. Sorry. We can, yeah, we can get into that in between. This. But, but yeah. basically, basically um, I requested for it to be dropped. And I did this like... How long? A, a week before a week? the shift. That's enough. A week. That's enough. That's a enough. week. Yeah. And I let my manager know. I was like, hey, I'm picking up... Her name is Mallory. I'm picking up Mallory's open. Please remove the 11 to 4 for that day. I'm not working 11 hours. It's not happening. Um, so the day comes. I come in, 5 a.m. I do my shift. I had some other bullshit happen there for the past couple weeks. And on top of that, the other shit about them stealing my shifts and with the PTO. I was fed up. And uh, I come in. I look at the schedule because the new schedule had gotten posted that day on the, on the board of the back. And what does it say? But 11 a.m. or a 5 a.m. to 4 p.m. for my name on that day. That's an 11-hour shift. They expected me to work it, and so I, I worked. I opened the line. I did everything, and then I left at 11 a.m., which is the end time of the shift that I picked up for Mallory. Right. Which is what I told them. This is what I'm going to work on that day because I'm not doing 11 hours, and you don't have anyone. They just to pick combined up your shit. They just combined it, and they wouldn't let me drop it. They would not let me drop the second half of it. Um, and I, I, wa- I didn't walk out. I said to my opening manager, her name's Alicia, she's really sweet, she was on my side about this whole thing. I said, hey, I'm going to do my job until 11 a.m. because that's when I, uh, I picked up for, for Mallory. That's scheduled for. And that's she the said, plan, yeah. She said, okay, if uh, you can't clock out, because if you clock out outside of like five minutes before or after a shift is scheduled to end, it requires manager's authorization, which is really fucked That's up. That's bizarre. You're okay. stuck there. You're literally stuck there. Anyway, I, uh, I I clocked out, and I said, hey, Alicia, can you clock me out? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. You're free to go. So I left at a time that I was approved to leave. My general manager, who is this insufferable gay man, um, he, I, like, 15 minutes later, I get a voicemail, and he's like, uh, hey, Cameron, where are you? Uh, I saw uh, you type your numbers in on the clock behind me when uh, I was helping a customer. Uh, why didn't you talk to me about your scheduling issue? This is unacceptable. I still have the fucking voicemail. This is exactly what he sounds like. Uh, this is unacceptable. You sh- you were expected to stay until at least two, which is nine hours, by the way. Um, you are expected to stay until at least two. Um, yeah, give me a call back immediately because this cannot uh, be as is. And I figured, nope. So actually, actually, I gave them a chance. So my general manager, his shift started at uh, ten, 
an hour before I left. And managers are mandated to work nine hours uh, for each of their shifts at Panera. For some reason. I have no fucking idea why. But nine hours after 10 is uh, 1, 2, and then fucking 7. 7 p.m. I went home. I took a nap. I woke up at 6. Called the store. Called the store. Let it ring for five minutes. Nobody picked up the phone. You're not getting a call back from me. That's done, yeah. That's done. And then I told everybody at the store, if this shit causes me a problem where somebody gives me backlip about walking out or whatever, I'm never coming back, and that's it. And so I texted a couple of my coworkers. I'm like, hey, pass it along that I quit. I'm done. Because um, I, I fucking... I. I cannot deal with that. Did you? You said you had some other. I had a similar project? setup at Moe's. Yeah. Where I where I talked to all the people around it. Uh, I had a party planned for uh, like a Sunday or whatever. Mm. And I said a week in advance. I'm like this is what it is. And they said, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. They changed the schedule. I remember seeing the schedule. I'm off Sunday. Off Sunday. I keep checking mm-hmm. every day. Saturday night, I check. I still have Sunday not. Uh, Sunday off. Okay. Sunday morning, 7 a.m., I look. I have You're, to be there. I have serious? a 12-hour shift. A 12-hour? 12 12-hour 12 shift that day. What the fuck? Without your consent? 11 to 11. Asking? I have to open and close that day. Are you serious? Yep. With no, like, breaking... They don't It's not. They don't break it up into, like, two shifts? No, no, no. You have to work because 12 straight. a bunch of people called out. But you day. already had the fucking time off, I so did, why can I they did. reinstitute that? I don't know. You should have had you should have had uh, first come first serve on that because you already first had the time off. Yeah, of course. And if and they already that's that's fucked up. And I messaged the group chat, and uh, there was a group chat of just all the workers, not yeah. the managers yeah, or anything. Of course, as there always should be so because it's them, the, like, as close as you can get to a union. I'm like, I love you guys. I'm very sorry because like all the people, everyone's suffering there. Like everyone's working. Yeah, it's fucking Nobody fast food. Be there. It's, it's labor. Like, it's yeah, fucking. We all have a it's, it's, time. it's black collar. It's it's worse than blue collar because it's you have the fucking collar. you have the dirt and grime of fucking uh, food service on your on your collar. It's black collar work. And everyone knew I had a party that day. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just not gonna be there. Sorry. Like yeah, you fucking. The management told me. changed it up on me. I'm just, and I know Bruh. I probably can't come back. <laughs> Forgot about this. Baba Booey. Yeah. Baba Booey. <laughs> Wait. So yeah. Baba Booey. Yeah. Oh, we got all the voice effects. Baba Bo- hey, we can censor Baba Booey. We can censor the Booey part. Baba, but uh, you never know what he says. <laughs> but they changed it up on me, and I'm like, I'm not gonna show up and message to all of them. They, they all understand. I've been back there and like talked to them, and they're like, yeah, that was really fucked up. Yeah, of course. Like, I'm like, I'm not. This is my life. Sorry. No, of course. Fucking Most- working is not. Any of our lives. They treated it like this is, I need this job. No, you do not need like, this job. I don't need Moe's. I'm no, sorry. No, bro. I'm not working at like a fucking chip processing. I'm a kid, uh, dude. I can fucking it. get out of here. It's I plan pleasure. to get out of here. Anyway. Some people you see at those places, I don't know if you had the same experience where they're like older in age. Oh, the people who are like, oh, are you talking about like the people who are like general workers like everybody else, but they're like 40, so they're yeah. stuck there and there's no plans to move? Or are you, you talking about like managers have... who are like, well, the managers... I take my management position at this, I take my key holder position at this fast food restaurant very seriously. You can move to any fast food, but it's like, I know. It's kind of cringe. Once you have but, management experience, you can go to fucking any industry. But like any dishwasher, like line worker that you see, and they they're like oh, like the forty-five year old Mexican woman who's like, yeah. I have no prospect of doing anything else. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, that's, and it's like I feel bad. We were go. lucky. So the I mean, at least I can give Panera credit that their uh, target market is like white like women, white women, and the hip and trendy, or the hip and trendy, trendy in like a high school. 
So yeah, so I mean, same with Moe's. I think it, it has a similar, similar demographic. We attract that for our customer base, but also for our worker base. Yeah. So that there aren't too many people outside of that. Outside of that, it's a lot of people from our high school uh, that g- work at Moe's and Panera, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, but then uh, fucking us, people, in, yeah, us included. They're stuck. Yeah, they get stuck. And it's like I can leave, and then they. But can't. you go. That's the thing is like they tried something and failed, and go backwards. They tried, and it's like. Or they fucking get off do. crack, and then they get a base level job, and they never leave because they don't know the life that isn't crack. It's very rough, and I I, I feel bad. That's not what this is about, though, because we still have time. We still have time. It's not, Baba it's not what it's about. But I got to leave. They they try to pressure me with like, no, this is your career. I'm like, because they it's kept your career, to make it, bro. Have you ever had to talk where they're like, hey, you want to be the shift leader or you want to? Yes, be the manager? yes. Do you want to be the team lead? Oh my god! I always said no. Fuck! I don't want no. more of this shit. No, I'm no, not. No, because you don't get your pay raised at no. all. You just fucking you get to wear a different colored hat, and then you have maybe a key and. And you're the same some, shit with more hours. Expected to work more. Yeah. yeah, you're expected to work more. Because if someone calls out, you're the first person they go the to. First they person. Force you. Like, you're, no, the you're, you're the first person. Because you're the leader. You're the leader. You're the leader. They I need a fuck, shift leader. I don't fucking want that. And it's like I kept turning it down. They're like, no, it's gonna be two dollars more. And I'm like, two dollars an hour. I'm like, and you're expected to work eight hours more a week. And it's, it's like no, the people coming to me to talk about that. I'm like, how about I get your pay? Twenty-two dollars an hour. Yeah. How about I get manager pay for that? They were like, how about meet me halfway? Give me nineteen. At the time, I was working. 13 an hour and they were like you could make 15 an hour i'm like you could suck my entire butthole honestly yeah sir. dude for real dude at panera the same game panera, panera is 15 an hour plus tips for general workers plus like but like if you're a team lead it's 15 an hour plus tips and then managers make 22 it's like fuck off because it's, our our it's tip our our average with tips averages out to like 1780 or like eighteen bucks, and then but then taxes get taken off. So you're basically making fifteen after tax. It's not worth it. Unless, it's not worth it at all unless you're really into food service and that's what you want to do with the rest of your life. Yeah, no. Which is like, yeah, I if you want to fucking be line. a manager, like own a chain or something yeah, like maybe. that, then I'm maybe like you can work that. the rank, you can climb the ladder Japanese style. But exactly, um, that's yeah, not my we we got out of that because that, that was ass. We got out of that. Anyway, we got out of there. This, uh, this new job. So I I am job hopping right now. I and you're fucking gonna working up say images, right? <laughs> it depends on who fucking calls me back first. Hey, yeah. I fired. I machine. I machine so gunned ten into the ether. I'm gonna send them an Indeed message tomorrow night. Um, what are you looking at? Okay, <laughs> suspicious. Suspicious. Anyway, this so this new job. I will not name this company because the people. Um, the problem that I had with this job, as I will detail very, very soon, is my same issue that I have with American corporatism and corporate culture and like uh, 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 like hype beast type. Is basically corporatism that makes mixed me hate with, America. It's corporatism on, mixed man. with hype beasts. Um, but the people who I interacted with, because this is a relatively small company, it was just corporate because of all the labels and shit in the office type setting. God, that um, sounds like that it was. Me it was horrible. Suicide bombed the now, Las I, Vegas Eiffel Tower. I did not belong there at all. But um, yeah, like this, <laughs> the, the people were very nice. So I will not dox the name of this company. Um, also, I don't want to make it seem unprofessional or like I'm un- unhirable to like a better base of jobs or whatever. Um, but I have to out- I have to outline everything that was wrong with this. So I fired. So after Copenhagen, I did the same thing that I did last night. I fired out dozens and dozens of uh, just generalized applications That's out on Indeed. Most people. Because 
Well, here's the thing: is like, I don't want to be quote employed necessarily because I think that like I need to be working right now or whatever. It's just if I have a job, one, it occupies enough of my time where like I'm not. I feel like shit. Even on days where, like, I'm super tired and all I want to do is lay in bed and watch my phone and I need it to recover to handle the next week, I still feel like shit for doing it because it's like I have so much shit that I want to do that even taking a rest day feels terrible. So I'd rather work myself half to death and then spread the things that I want to do very, very thin so that it validates everything else and makes my time, my, like, rest time more restful, I guess. Um, but so I, I rapid-fire applications so that I'm not unemployed for too long because taking first of all filing unemployment in new york takes way too long and it's too complicated it's not worth it, it involves too much tax shit and then if you get approved it takes like six weeks to kick in so you may end up going homeless just to get like a thousand dollar check which can't do anything for you america yeah i know oh. new york baby concrete hey. jungle where you may cry all the time um so that's what i do and so much for bringing this, down the white house right this application that i that i yeah i know so much for i mean we could do it if we got disparate enough but that's not what this is about in minecraft um this job that i got messaged back to on indeed um was at&t sales specialist and it had the at&t logo um and it had all the like like you sell phones for at&t all the like normal shit um and, but what i didn't notice was the subtext for the actual company that I'd be working for. And I'm oh, not going to no. name them, but this company is a marketing firm. And we have contract. They, I don't work, I quit today, so it's not we anymore. It's right. they. Uh, they have contracts with AT&T, Spectrum, Verizon Files. But basically, in this area, they're selling fucking phones at, at BJ's, Sam's oh, Club, and Costco. Oh, it's okay. It's yeah. not an AT&T Salesperson, no, you no, are yeah. bothering people. You're the phone for dealership. You're yeah, exactly. You're not. You're not actually working for the company. You, you're not. And it's a drop shipping company. We don't actually sell yeah. them shit that they want right away. So we have to this whole ass pitch. Remember this weekend I was fucking drunk and I was trying to sell Noah the phone. <laughs> That's the pitch that we have to use to get people to stop walking and doing what they're doing, which they don't want to be bothered as is. You no, just you'll feel like shit the whole 90 time. Ninety nine percent of them don't want to be bothered. And that's, but I did the same pitch to Noah because he was like actually complaining about his phone. See, that's the thing. People who I wanted to work in an AT&T store because I knew I can sell it to yeah. people who want it. But trying to convince people who aren't interested in the thing that you, that's, you're there for, first of all, getting them to listen to you and then convincing them that they want this and then going through with the sale, it is fucking stupid. Because you're dealing with people that don't want to see you. You're dealing but with people. You play, if you were like working at a building where like people come, they're like, "I want a new phone." Exactly. You can sell them a new phone, and like no matter what's rehearsed phones, about yeah. it, you can be natural because you're not like they want to buy yeah. something, they're so you're not to trying to like reel them in. Because their phone is either old or broken. You know? Anyway, so here's why it took me a week and a half to quit. Um, so this they messaged me, um, and I was like. They're like, oh yeah, uh, uh, would you like, would you be available to do? Here's a, here's the thing that pissed me off first. They were like, would you uh, be available to do an interview on Zoom uh, Monday in a week? And I was like, it's Saturday. Can we just do this Monday? And they're like, oh yeah, we have slots available this Monday. So I was like, let's just fucking do it this Monday. Okay. So I hop on Zoom, 
uh, this, this is funny. I, I haven't used Zoom since, like, the pandemic was a yeah. thing. Um, and I forgot. I was never a, a host or I never used my phone or whatever. So I don't know if you uh, used headphones or whatever. And it said there's, like, a, a slash through it and you can't hear anything. You have to hit the button. It pops up a little, like, a little, it's not a tab or whatever. It's a, it's a uh, text icon. But that's a button. And I couldn't figure that out. So I fucking hopped out and hopped in like nine times trying to figure out. And uh, anyway, that was embarrassing. But I got through the fucking interview. It was really easy. Um, but red flag, number one. My, one of my bosses, this guy did not tell me anything about what we were doing. I, that was outside of the actual like application file. It's fucked up. Um, it's not. Yeah. It, see, I didn't think it was fucked up because I had the preconceived notion of being in an AT and T store selling stuff. I thought it was AT and T. They're not labeling AT&T. the job is what it is. Um, also, also, quick thing. Yeah. Pee time. You want to take a pee time? Yeah, I gotta take a pee break. Real quick. Uh, okay. Yeah, take a pee break. All right. All right, we're back on. Anyway, uh, so so, where did I leave off? Oh yeah, uh, interview. There should be a couple skittles left if you want to finish those. There's plenty. Because I don't want those. I again, as I said, I am, in fact, sick of them. Um, okay, I love you. Baba boy. Okay, that did not help. That did not jog my memory at all. What? Spotify. When does it go up? This one will be up, not this upcoming Sunday, but the one after. Oh, this is a comedy podcast. We're rec- Fuck! There's too much happening. We're recording it. I'm just trying to jog my memory about where I was. Oh, yeah. Um. So, so they didn't tell me anything about, like... So, I, I what my expectation was for this is that after this first interview, based on what was told to me, is that we are, like, a marketing firm to help in stores or something. So I had been in a BJ's like fucking 10 years ago and there was like a like a nearly caged off entire like Verizon store yeah, in this I BJ's I was yeah, in. Yeah. And it is literally staffed as a Verizon store with fucking display phones out and you'd buy shit from there. I was expecting that for AT&T. I thought they'd just switch the contracts up and we'd be in the stores right. doing that. But we'd be like AT&T workers in these, inside of these oh, so It's stores. not even that. It's not even that. Oh, but, no. But before I even get there. So... Um, I make it through this first interview on Zoom, no problems. So I have enough different personality pieces where I can lie about anything and feel comfortable. And I made it to the top of the leaderboard on the the interview proportions. I was told this like before I got when we were in in orientation. I was told I was picked number one after both interviews. But anyway, they sent me for a second interview in person. And they said, "Oh, you have to dress business formal." It's like, what? <laughs> no, you have to dress business formal. Oh, you're geez, coming to okay. an office. Yeah, yeah. You're coming to an office in Albany, uh, and you have to dress business formal. So I have to drop $70 that I don't have on fucking business clothes or like a, uh, like fancy clothes. I have, to, I have to get my Gus Fring cosplay on uh, with money I don't have to get an interview for a job I don't know I'll have. Um but the aesthetic is really nice when I go in there. It's a fucking office building. I've never worked in an office before. Um, they weren't introducing us to the sales part of it at all. Um, they were just basically training us for this shit and lying to us about the whole thing. And, uh, um, yeah, I was, like, lulled in. by I was baited in by the fact that, like, oh, this is, like, 
professional corporate type like you know the office shit it's it was such a different environment from like working at panera i wore the same shirt and pants at panera every single day and the fucking hat i hated it and i hated it um so it felt one it felt nice to wear like nicer clothes i felt powerful um and that could just be the fact that i watched that could just be the fact that i just watched breaking bad and i'm like (laughs) idolizing gus in my own head because i think i'm evil um, hey, I I still feel that. Yeah, I know. I'm years removed. It felt it felt nice to wear nice clothes. So I was like getting in my own head about like, oh, this could be a good opportunity for me. So I go for the second round interview. Um, they're like, oh, you have to bring a notebook and pay and a pen, and you have okay. to take notes about everything. And all I was right. like, all right, that's this is weird. Serious. Um, but I do, and I as far as I'm told, I nail this second round interview. Uh, for both interviews, I'm pick number one. Shouldn't so I, two. Okay. I end up going and becoming the boss's number one pick. Now, the boss also works in the stores with us. But the f- uh, fucking structure of this company is really shitty. Because it's they're all hype beast incentivized. Which means that you are expected to be promoting every two weeks. Within the company, like you were expected to attain a new pos- like title and position every two weeks in order to build a team and fragment out, go test a new market, and then do this shit in an office in a city you don't live in. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Oh. And but because I was the boss's number one pick, I don't get to be so each tier of promotion at these companies. There was two of them, um, in the same office, but they did the same thing. Um, each tier of promotion. You are, at the first, when you sign on, you are assigned to somebody who is one uh, uh, stage ahead of you, right? And you stick with them all the way through as they start building a team of other people. As everybody makes sales, you guys hit collective milestones because you're part of a team. And when that, when you get promoted, um, when, when you and enough people on that person's team get promoted, they get promoted, right? And that, it pyramid schemes out all the way to the top. So when you're on somebody's team, um, if you can make enough sales and then start your own team and help them get promoted, like you basically get carried to the top with them. But because I was the boss's number one pick, I had no room for promotion, which means I could attain the new titles and build my own team, but I'm not on the team of somebody else who's going to be testing a new market and doing the entrepreneurship shit. So basically they fucked me over by me being their favorite. They fucked me over immediately. And I only realized this last night, which is when I decided that I was going to quit. Um, so I would have had to go through all the stages of promotion and build my own team by myself with no help from the boss because the boss isn't going anywhere. He decided that Albany is his market and he's not building any more teams. So he oh. would have fucking raised me off and then kicked me out of the nest to fly on my own with only the example of looking at other people. I wouldn't be raised by somebody who's also having the goal of getting... Uh, raised up through this company. But I didn't want that. I didn't want any of these promotions at all. I just wanted a good, stable job so I could yeah, fucking... Yeah, your career. You because don't I don't want a career. My career is to fucking fight and entertain people and do online shit or whatever if, if I'm lucky enough. I don't want to upgrade through any of this. And... Um, you thought this was just a corporate, like, selling phones? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fucking mandatory to upgrade yourself through all this. It's horrible. Um... But we go through the first, like, we go through our orientation, which is really annoying. It's me just, like, getting over the idea of being in a corporate environment and not fucking screaming at everybody and killing them. Um, 
And I'm like, okay, these people are good. They just like, or these people aren't bad. They just believe their own bullshit enough to like get hyped about it every day. And that's not me, but I can survive for now. Um, we go through the first day of orientation. We get the first three days of training are literally all in the office. So my expectation now is like, this is office work. Right. I see people in the office on the phone, like connecting people to uh, activate their phone lines that they bought in the stores. And I'm like, oh yeah. shit, this shit all happens in the office. Like maybe this is actually a good thing for me. It'll be an easy job. It might actually it be out. an easy job. And they're like, oh no, no, we need to train you in the field. So on Thursday, you're going to get your first day of field work. And I'm like, okay, well I have the expectation about it being a store in a store. So it's like maybe, maybe I can, because I know I can sell things. I've sold things to people before with less experience and with less confidence. So I know I can sell things to people. That's not my problem. But on my first day of work, they send me to um, the BJ's on Central Ave, which I don't know if you know where that is, but it's... I've never been to it. But. All right, well, it, it's not important. The, the, the point is it's it BJ's in Albany, which is not far from the office nor where I live. Um, so I, have, I don't have high expectations in the slightest, but I do have some expectations. Now, I walk into this BJ's, and I take I get about 20 feet, and then I see an AT&T logo plastered on a piece of cardboard at the end of an aisle. Oh, it is no. li- It is literally not even a desk. Like, it is, I don't even know how to describe it. It is like two planks of the fucking wood down here, two, plan- like two planks of it long. Table. With in front of a big TV that's just playing ads for the different plans that we have, and we have to pull people from the walking lane, and like they have this like uh, uh, these like you know they put you through the corporate training of like okay here's so here's your stopping distance right you see a person when they get ten feet away you wave at them you point at them you let them know that you're talking oh. to them you get six feet away you pump the brakes oh, so you no. throw your hands down like this because hey, look if I walk in front of you and you're in a car. And I throw my hands up like this. It's the universal brake signal. You're going to slow down. And then you get three feet away. You give them the pitch. You'd be like, hey, hey, man, I, I see the fade. You're treating yourself real well. I like your shoes. I like your belt. Anyway, quick question for you. Who's your phone provider? God. And they're like, don't worry about the nose. 90% of the time, you're going to get nose. It's okay. You just got to get over it. And that's how you know your business is bad. If, it's, uh, if you're trying to sell to people who don't want shit, that's how you know your business is bad. They don't want your shit. They don't fucking want it. Especially laid out like that. And I, so our first day is a shadow day, which means we go with uh, people who are like um, trainers or like directors or whatever. That's their job titles. They have, they're higher than the baseline or whatever. And we watch them do the job. And we're not expected to make any sales. Um, and I intentionally do not do shit. I basically just like pretend to I'd be writing. I already feel weird. I'd be pretending like, fuck this. I'm pretending to write notes down and shit. And, uh, oh, also, they extended my hours by two hours this day without telling me. And when I tried to clock out, my boss was like, where are you going? He's like, didn't Steven tell you that you're going for an extra two hours? I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going for an extra two hours. Uh, how did you not leave at that point? Because, because. what the job is. Because I, I was like, I was thinking about, like, okay, should I put this on my um, Indeed resume that I was oh. here because it's like business clothes or whatever and it's sales it's different than the fucking office I was like well if I don't do it for at least a week then maybe it's not really worth it because I can't say like if it was w- within the month then I can't really say it's like experience like a whole bunch of right. shit was going through my head that stopped me from quitting that day um, but the next day this past Friday this is what sent me over the edge so we go in to the office so you were expected to do eight hours in the store, but Monday through Friday, 
we have two hours of office time that you are not supposed to clock in for. And this is mandatory. So you're expected to do t uh, 10-hour days plus driving, two of which are not compensated. Your driving is not comp compensated. Either. None of it. None of it is compensated. You're showing up away from home. Yep. You're not getting paid. Yep, two hours, not paid. And then you have to transport yourself or get a ride with somebody who's not getting compensated. Like, say the name. Does this company have a separate name? From AT&T? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I'd like to hear it after. I'll tell you after. Yeah. Um, so, that's... So we go in... We go in a, I just, it's, sli it's slimy as shit. And I was telling Noah about all this. So it shouldn't even exist. On know what AT&T is. On Friday, five things happened that solidified me being done with this. And it's in this order. Or I guess it's in the order of the story. Unpaid, unpaid hours? Didn't so we, break you? So... We get to the office at right. 8 a.m. on Friday. I've been clocking in for the office hours this entire time because there's no way you're taking my time like that and not paying me. So my boss chews me out about this unpaid office time but says, it's okay because I personally picked you, so you're my favorite. Anyway, tell me about what happened yesterday. Why didn't you make any sales? Who are all the people that you talked to? Like, l l grilling, like interrogating me about everything that happened. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I think I'll make it. It's I like a mini uh, pyramid scheme. Yeah, it's a mini pyramid scheme in just that one fucking office. And he's like, he's like, so I heard from other people that you, uh, you were worried about your scheduling because you have other shit going on outside in your life. And I'm like, yeah, I can't be doing like i need these hours for work i need like an if you're if we're doing office hours then i need eight to four and i can't do weekends because like i'm i first of all i'm committed to training six days a week and i need yeah. sundays off because i cannot be working or training on that day i need it to myself yeah, you got work life you know and the first thing my boss tells me is no way in hell you're not working weekends but you have training on this day so we'll give you two hours off on saturday morning is uh, that okay and i'm like yeah, and I'm trying to hide it because he's like, he's doing the schemey, slimy shit where he's like smiling at me while telling me all this horrible bullshit that's happening to me. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm already committed to leaving by that point. So I get paired up with this, uh, the, this, the guy who does my second round interview. He shadows him. Um, his name, uh, he was a nice guy. I don't want to fucking dox him for being part of this company. But anyway, he's actually, he's actually a pretty good guy, but... Uh, the people who aren't the bosses, like, they actually want this entrepreneurship position and they're kind of driven and motivated to to make the sales and get these raises and stuff. And they like, probably want a sales career in the future. Of they want the sales career, like, yeah. that because this is making money for them. When you make sales, you get commission, right? You get $80 for the fucking premium plan that yeah, every time you sell. Sales can pay you well, like sales dealerships. Yeah, and, the, and, oh. they, wa and they want it. So, like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with this business or this industry by itself because they want to be they there want it and this guy want, but this company shouldn't really exist yeah no it really shouldn't and this guy my my senior who's like uh with me for the day first of all he doesn't have a car um all these people they're from florida so only like only half of the, only half of them have cars what? they fucking carpooled up so Why? so because they expanded their office enough to go test new markets and they just fucking landed in new york they just half of them drove random. half of them flew they all live together it's really weird. So half of them don't oh. have fucking cars. So he had to take my car, and then they shipped us out to Kingston. And I don't know if you know where Kingston is. It's, a, it's halfway between here and the city, yep. probably more. Yep. It was an hour and a half drive. I was not compensated for gas. 
So even Moe's compensated me for gas when I drove 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, it was shitty. Uh, so we get so first. Actually, we don't get to the store. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh no 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 no! Before that, before that. Uh, so every Friday they do a uh, conference call on Zoom from the head corporate corporate office. So these guys are check from, on how everyone's doing. These guys are from Florida, right? Yeah. The people that hired me and moved here and started this office. So oh, they Florida is where yeah, the head yeah. corporate office. So this shit spawned like spores across the country to different offices. So the head guy has a conference call with all the offices, and we have to like act like we give a shit and write notes down and stuff. And half of it is about, like, okay, so here's the new promotions. The iPhone 13 is about to come out in September, so, like, people are going to be flocking to the stores. Also, football season's about to come up. People are going to want to upgrade their, their entertainment experience. Some some of it is legitimate. Yeah. Some of it is legitimate. It's like, okay, this is what's going to be happening. It's legitimate marketing if you had, a like, an AT&T store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Store. The fucking contract part about being with AT&T. Yeah. That's what they're saying, like, okay, so half of this shit, like, people are going to want to upgrade, and because the iPhone 13 is coming out... And the fucking new Samsung right. models are on pre-order. Like, you're about to get a new bunch of customers. And then they go into, like, so here's our top sellers for the week. Listen, everybody needs to be motivated. Everybody needs to have goals. So, And then they present all the people who get promotions for the week. They all fucking have right, to cause give their little speech. Constantly. Yeah, because everyone's moving around. And then they're like, okay, and the last thing is our compliance issues. And I'm like... What is this? Yeah, so I actually get my notepad out because okay. this is the part that I'm intrigued <laughs> by. I'm and I start writing it down. And uh, uh, the app that we use to clock in and clock out is called Telemapper. And Telemapper, I don't know if you can guess from the name, uh, it maps you from your telephone. And so they mandate, aside from the fact that we need to dress business casual, business uh, uh, fucking Location business professional. Tracking. you. You are required to not only have your own phone and sometimes transportation, um, you're required to have an iPad oh. because the sale, the sales app um, only works on Apple OS and you want to have a big enough display to like turn over and show the customers like the whole screen. Um, so, they, so they lend you out. They lend what? Are you dapping up? Dude, he's fucking dapping. Dap me up. Noah's here. What the fuck? Dude, I'm going to miss you guys like a lot. I know, dude. Yo, dude. I got a lot, dude. I'm really going to miss you guys. We'll visit you. We're going to come do the show at your fucking dorm. Dude, I'll give you my shit, bro. Dude, you can sleep anywhere, bro. I don't care. I'll sleep. Noah's drunk. Noah's crunk the fuck out right now. I hope to God they come up. And we take over like the common rooms and just fucking just... Have a huge ass fucking bunch of us sleeping in there. That'd be hilarious. Wait, why are you poking me with that? Oh shit! Yo. My show has continuously been derailed by every single person. It's weird. I hate this. Question. Yes. Quick thing. Um, it's about to get really bad. So okay. Make this question so question. Quick. Have you seen any sales be made? Yes, and I made one. You made one. I did make one. Really? It took two days, and I only made one. How does? I'll get to that in okay. a second because right. it's yeah, yeah. it's part of it. Um. So I'm writing this shit down that this guy's saying on this on this fucking Zoom meeting, and he's like, um, "So telem so so they require iPad iPad. Um, you can have telemapper on the iPad right. because um, it, new people like they will lend you an iPad, and, but they're like after three weeks we know you have money if you're making sales, so we expect you to buy your own iPad." Oh. So even though you earn money oh. by doing the job for them, they expect you to shill it out back into them anyway. Um, 
That's they give me an iPad oh. and it doesn't have Telemapper on it. So I download Telemapper on it and I'm using that to clock in and ch- and you have to check into the story rat. Yeah. Um, which is fine for company property. Like personally, I'm okay with if a company or business or whatever, like if they lend you a car, a phone, an iPad, even like a fucking uh, notebook and paper or pen and paper. Like I don't give a shit. If you want to know where that is, it is your property to give out for specifically the purpose of your business. So if you want, if it's an electronic and it has location on it, or it has like, fuck, if it's a car, it has like fucking OnStar, Google Maps or whatever. I don't care about that being tracked or whatever, because if you have somebody clocking in where they're supposed to be somewhere on a job doing whatever for any industry, this goes for any industry, and they're like at McDonald's instead, I don't give a shit if you reprimand them for that, because that, you know, they're on the clock, they're supposed to be doing something, and they're not doing something. Yeah, but here's in, yeah. when I draw the line. They demand that we have Telemapper on our phones, which crosses a line with me personally Ooh. because I do not want you to know anything about me personally or anything that I'm doing. And it gets worse. Don't say anything. Um, it gets worse doubly fold. So they tell us two things, and immediately I'm pissed at hearing this. And then it just doubles down. Um, so they say a new feature on Telemapper is that it can read the devices, like the, the manager, whoever's looking at like where the, 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 the hub thing of it, right. they can read the individual device's battery percentage and make insinuations about what, like if you're on your phone or whatever, instead of making sales. Oh, fuck. That's oh. not even the worst. And then they say, after that, th- I don't even have time to be mad about this. They say, oh, telemapper pings every uh, 70 minutes once, once you're checked in. So um, you, and you can't close it out from background apps. So you need its location services to always be on. Now, headphone warning in a second, because I'm about to get really mad. Um, I just said all that stuff about company property, but if you ever, 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 ever try to do that shit to me on my own personal property, you can fucking suck my whole dick and balls, and then I'm going to slit your throat. (laughs) And then I'm going to slit your throat. And that's the moment I decided, okay, I'm not doing this anymore, because yeah. it comes across a personal life. Yeah, fuck all that. Um, but I hit it. I hit it for the next, like, 20 minutes, because we get off this fucking call, and then our boss comes around, and he's like, okay, everybody should have been taking notes. And he goes around in a circle at the fucking table, and he's like, what did you, you get from that conference call? What did you learn? What did you know? And nobody can have the same thing. But I know I'm the only person who wrote this shit down, and I said, uh, hey, so uh, Telemapper can just track you at all times and know your battery percentage is and i say out loud in the office yeah. I'm like that's fucked up isn't it that's worse than and my Amazon. boss is like so we need to and he goes and he just like redirects yeah. it he doesn't even get phased by it. he's like so we need to know like if you're if you're, you're not doing fuck. what you're supposed to do yada yada and i'm like all right fuck you so they pair me up with this guy he's he's actually a pretty nice guy and he seems genuine we have a actually pretty nice conversation on this car ride um before he falls asleep <laughs> um about how I told him, like, you know, I'm putting out a face here to have this job. And if there's, like, difficulties in the actual working of it, I'm not going to last very long because I'd rather, like, quit than just have a mental break or hurt something. Because yeah. that's, that's the line I'm towing is hurting somebody after this, after this Zoom call. Um, so we, <laughs> I, get, I know what you we get sent to Kingston. Now, luckily, 
Uh, it's a Sam's Club up in Kingston, or down in Kingston, because yeah. Kingston is out here. Um, when you walk in, there's an AT&T kiosk, and it is actually big and branded, and it's like a table. It has the display right. phones. Um, the only thing it doesn't have is like stools or chairs, because I think that would be inviting. Like if you wanted to come and talk about, and like it takes like 15 minutes to get a new phone shipped to you from us displaying. Yeah, it's all psychoanalyzing. They're trying to get people to get in, get out. Yeah, yes, yeah. but yeah. I I would encourage there to be like stools or something so you can come and talk and have a rep talk to you, and it's like a comforting environment as opposed to like everybody standing, people are passing you like. Like it would be coming in close anyway. That was just my no- sorry. That was just my That's notes. That's like a store, like a Verizon store, where you could sit down with a representative. Exactly. And like have a conversation. Like oh, maybe as this the way, phone would be better. Which was you. part of my yeah. expectation from way back when about, about when there was fucking Verizon oh, stores in the so beaches. So early on, I can't believe you stuck in. Like, um, well, my my fucking mom was asking me about this new job, and like yeah. I was like, for, first of all, I don't like being a burden to my family. Yeah. I feel like shit all the time, and I have horrible depression, and I it, it's really hard to get up in the morning, and it's honestly really hard to drag myself out here t- fucking 30 minutes just to hang out for any purpose. Uh, but that goes for everything. Like, So there's a lot of shit happening in my family right now, and my mom just opened up about some grievances like with some aunts and uncles and... Like serious, wanna, serious, yeah. like adult shit, like that I can comprehend, but I have no relevant experience with outside of my own feelings, right? And you don't want to be ha- heavier on that. I don't want to be heavier on that. I don't want to be involved if it's not my place, even though we're family. Like I think I should be able to say something about it, but it's not. Um, and my mom is also like grieving with this. And you don't um, want to. I don't. Worry about I don't want her to ha- worry about me, yeah. like. You know, this shit sucks. I hate my life as is. Now, there's very, like, immediate things I can do to fix it, and I'm working on that. But um, as is, I don't want my fucking mom to worry about me because as long as I don't kill myself, there's nothing for her that needs to be added to her plate. Um, But she's also asking me about this new job because I told her, like, hey, I quit Panera. I had all this stuff going on. I don't want to add it to you, but I just want you to know that's what's going on with me. So... She's invested because she thinks this might be a better new opportunity for me. So I stuck it out because I didn't make the decision to quit yet. We get to the fucking store in Kingston. It's uh, It takes all day. Um, there's so many people who are like... there's First of all, at, like, at places like BJ's and Sam's Club and Costco where you have to have a, like, a membership to shop there. Yeah. Um, so many old people. So many old people have like cheap phone lines like Cricket, Mint yeah. Mobile, Consumer Cellular... Which are all also like uh, uh, outfitters. That's why of they're a- set up there. They're also all outfitters of AT and T. So like we can't upgrade them if they're on like the cheapest level plans or whatever from those like uh, smaller oh, providers so to us. Tell them that you we can't even tell. Them. So ninety percent of the people, ninety percent or like ninety uh, percent of the people are not even knows. They're like incapable of being qualified for the things we're trying to sell them. Ninety percent of that ten percent are knows, and then fucking. Five percent of that, they'll they'll like listen, and then five percent of that, they'll li- they'll listen and buy something. So you're looking for that. Set up on a plan. You're looking that like one in a hundred customer on that fifty dollar plan a month or something. Uh, yeah, exactly. But it's like uh, it's like upgrade plans and like uh, 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 trade in deals, all that shit. We have to sell them premium plans for the price of like the middle, all that all that stuff. I made one sale. Um, there was a there was an old guy and his wife. There, at the store, at looking at the kiosk, who walked up to us basically as soon as we got there, and uh, he's going on and on telling us about like how how his uh, grandson has a, a phone where like he they live because Kingston's like a fucking mountain town yeah. basically it, like everything there in the Catskills 
or, or uh, it's, yeah, it's the Catskills that going south. Um, you know, they they don't have coverage up in there. The, it turns out the kid had like Boost Mobile or something, which is like the number five line in the country. But they're not covered at that high elevation. AT and T and Verizon, they're number two, so they have coverage over the entire state of New York plus the whole fucking country minus like Montana. Um, right. So yeah, he's like going on and on and telling us is like, uh, and he's an old guy. He doesn't understand like the process for getting is like one we need the per like if he's not he, he this his grandson not on his phone plan so we need either your grandson his phone or the person his phone plan is on in order to upgrade him that's the one silly man so he left he left and then i did three hours of my shift and then this guy fucking came back and then he left and came back again with his grandson with his phone we had to re-go to the catskills twice well they they left they lived over there they were shopping oh, at. You a, guys were set up at the. We were set up at oh, the Sam's okay. Club in Kingston. Set up in Albany. Sorry, no, no, no. Sorry, we sorry. were set up at the Sam's okay, Club in Kingston. Is, yeah. So people from Kingston. They c- oh. Anyway, but he left, came back, left, came back again with his grandson. We ran through the whole shebang again, uh, upgraded his phone, got him a better plan. He's on AT and T now or whatever. I like gave him like the fake congratulations and ran him through the whole spiel. Fake congratulations. Um, God, sales I got my makes me I got my first fucking oh. sale and then I dipped. I dipped. I drove home by myself. Because the other guy, like he had a, he had to stay there till seven. So somebody else picked him up from the nearest store or whatever, and uh, I had to drive home an hour and a half by myself. Barely made it to boxing. After I went to boxing, drove an hour. I came and picked up Noah. We drove another hour and a half to Mason's house, and then we ended up having the party. That was the same day. Oh. Um, but this, when I woke up on Saturday, I felt like such utter shit from the hangover that I was like, there is no way I'm driving an hour and a half home. Then so just to wherever they're going to ship me out to. So I called and said I got food poisoning. And then I called the next day and said I got food poisoning. Because, again, or like I was still throwing up from it. Because I remembered, like, oh, shit, I'm scheduled for the whole weekend. Not happening. And then this morning, I got dressed. I felt confident. This morning. This morning. I got dressed, felt confident. I was decided and decisive in my decision. Sent a quick prayer to the big man upstairs. <laughs> tell me to, telling me, asking me to be strong. And uh, I said... I'm going to walk in there. I'm going to say, thank you, Benel, thank you. This is not for me. Hand them their iPad back because they demanded that I take it with me on Friday. Um, de- say, thank you, Benel, thank you, and then bow out, and I left. Uh, I intended to do that. Um, it's an office building in Albany, so you need a guest pass to sign in, which yeah. gets sent through an app, um, which actually gets redirected to a website link through a group me group text, uh, which was expired. So oh. we were actually all waiting in the lobby, and I had to interact with all my former coworkers and be like, ha-ha, good morning, you know, how'd you guys do? And then, and then the fucking, yeah. the office manager came downstairs, and we all signed in, and instead of signing in, I handed him the iPad back, and I said, uh, this is not for me, I quit. And then I left, and uh, here we are. But um, God. So yeah, now I'm looking for a new job. M- luckily for me, um, if I can, my paycheck for that will kick in this Friday, and then I'll have to survive about 10 days on probably $300, maybe a little less. Um, and then my tax return should be in my account by the end of the month. And if it isn't, I'm going to burn the entire state of New York down. <laughs> um, it's, uh, what do you, what's your, do you have any like jobs that you're hoping to get? Uh, I applied, well, one, I applied for upstate. <laughs> I hope you get that. Um, I, I, would, I did that, that as connection. a joke specifically so I could tell you on the show. Um, well, I hope you get it. I, I hope it's not a joke anymore. I hope I get it too. It'd be nice because honestly, I don't mind photography. I don't mind taking pictures. Yeah. Um, I don't mind fucking doing school photography. None of that shit matters to me. Um, but this other place was a uh, 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 
what is it called? Like Mr. Mr. Fancy Dressed or like Mr. Nice Fit or something. It's a it's a tailor shop basically. Okay. Or like a suit and tie a suit and tie store, like a men's warehouse. Definitely don't work at like Amazon or anything. I remember no, 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 no. I like I wanna work in either like an office doing something stable. No and I should I right should now, say, that is a career. I should We're not say, talking about careers. I should say I don't want to work, but it, since I have to to support myself as a fighter and as an online you, Ideally, you want to make something uh, that you enjoy your living. Mm-hmm. You want to have a living, not a job. Well, I if I have to have a job, I want one where I can get through the day and not hate every second of it. Yeah. So I can be stable, put on my mask, go in this there. This job, you would hate every second of it. Yeah, exactly. You'd be like, fuck this. I want yeah, I, I, it's, it's just so... You'll just be ground to the point where you just want to blow up the fucking building you work at. Yeah, so I, I'm looking for something like that, and then hopefully I can... Ideally, yeah. yeah. Jobs, uh, they're tough. Uh, Amazon, I worked there for four months, and it, they brought me to the point where I every day I pulled into the parking lot. I was like, how bad would it actually be if I drove my car through the front door? FedEx, I worked there uh, three months. I'm wearing the fucking hoodie that they gave me for Christmas, actually, right now. Uh, hey. Honestly, not as far as physical demanding and what the actual labor was, not the worst job I've ever had. But it was a factory. Like, all the, like, shipping lines and all that shit going into the trucks, which, like, are pulled in perfectly. It makes you so you feel get, like an ant. You get no sunlight. Like, it, yeah. it, it was so inhumane and shit. There's all this machinery covering other people. Other people are inside trucks. Like, you know there's a million people inside this building, but I can see three of them. And it makes me feel like I'm in the apocalypse and I want to die. Um, so I got out of there, and then I ended up at Panera, and I told that story, and now here we are. I don't know how uh, FedEx looks compared to Amazon, but Amazon warehouses are all pure white. They're like Apple so, stores. Yeah, they just see these clean machines. You get the aesthetic of it. Um, I wouldn't call. I wouldn't describe the FedEx warehouse as grimy, but it's definitely. It's a little more like worked in. You know, FedEx was definitely like uh, made when the f- this country was founded, <laughs> and Amazon is like a 2006. Amazon's thing. like an Apple store. Of that yeah, shit. it's like yeah. a 2006 thing. It's That's uh, the difference between them. Amazon, your manager, your managers, random people that show up. I. Every few weeks, I'd get a new one. God, we are, you know, we no, no need to fucking delve back into the Matrix on this one. That's been, God, long enough. I'm sure this episode's like an hour and a half. Um, I'll end it off with this. They'll, uh, don't, anyone listening, don't work for Amazon. They'll, they'll call you by your number. They'll forget your name. You're, You're a prisoner. My number was 402. They'd walk up to me. They're like, this is your number. Yeah, we're wrapping it up right now. And they'd be like, you got to move here. You got to move here. The whole time I'm looking around this giant warehouse. You're an ant in it. It yeah. makes me just want to lose my mind. I'm like, I understand why they did us uh, the shooter prep. Yeah. Because some workers break down. Yeah, I could see that happening. Like, work yeah. is tough. Don't work. Uh, don't work for a shipping factory. Don't work for a Solus corporation. Watch out for yourself. Value yeah, yourself. Watch out. Be a first responder or something, or do something you love. Anyway, look out for Alexei's new debate show, produced and hosted by me. Hey, uh, we'll I'm get into that, that. I'm pretty really soon. Looking forward to that. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. This was not funny.